Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome today's guest, the strong and powerful Alex Baber. Alex, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. Let's go. Let's let's go. Alex is the co-founder of Cold Case Consultants of America. They're an agency specializing in unsolved homicides. Excited to have you on. Alex, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I'm a former PSO, Protective Service Officer. I've done diplomatic security details in my past. I'm a family man. I have a uh, wonderful, beautiful wife who's the assistant director of CCCOA. And uh, I have four daughters, which are lovely, and an older son. And um, we kind of uh, came with this concept of CCCOA a few years ago once we discovered the statistics on how many cold cases are out there. I mean, there's a quarter million unsolved uh, cold cases, and they, they grow annually. So we figured we'd try to uh, make a den here and you know, start at the bottom of the summit and see if we can't clear some of these out of law enforcement a little bit. Nice. Well, I think that that's, I think that that's incredible. And uh, I thought it was super cool. You are, are known as modern-day Sherlock Holmes and Watson. So is, 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 is your wife Watson to your Sherlock Holmes? Absolutely. She's, uh, she's the one that keeps me going. Awesome. You know, she's the brain. She's the brains behind the uh, the whole complex here. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> All right. So, you uh, you 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 said that you were a, a a public safety service officer, protective services officer. I did um, detail for diplomatic uh, personnel that flew in from overseas. Uh, you know, some from Turkey, some from Asia. You know, I'd be assigned to them on stateside, make sure they were safe when they were here, and then. Get them back on the plane and send them back over, and then my my duty was done. Got it. Make sure that people are safe while they're here. So, tell me a little bit more about your background. How how does one all of a sudden acquire the skills necessary to start investigating unsolved murders, homicides? When I was younger, I um, I was diagnosed with something called uh, perceptionism, which is a term now. It's a uh, neurodiversity. I guess that's the new term that they use. So my brain, when I look at something, like say I'm reading a letter or a book um, or some kind of a code, crossword puzzle, the way my brain associates everything and as simple as it uh, is a little bit different than a typical individual. So basically, when I go through and read you know, some of these uh, court files or the actual case files, I'm able to pick up on things that other individuals may not have. Nice. Okay. Fascinating. So it truly is, you know... The way that 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 an individual looks at things is different than the way another individual looks at something, and you actually have some kind of a—I don't want to call it a genetic predisposition. Perhaps that's it. Um, that's that's just, what it is. Uh, technically speaking, from a medical standpoint, that's what it is. Um, some people call it a gift. Sometimes I call it a curse right. because it never goes away. So you know, my brain's always processing something 24/70 when I'm sleeping. So. Yeah, it could be a hindrance, but it can also be a benefit. And that's another reason that we open up CCCOA and assemble this wonderful investigative team that I have. You know, I've put together some of the, uh, the leading uh, experts in their fields. And, you know, we have like, people like Kurt Baggett, the number one forensic document examiner on the team. Uh, we have Detective Patrick Apollyon, who's a Officer of the Year Award winner, along with many other accommodations over the years. Uh, we have Dr. Uh, Arpad Voss. He's one of the leading DNA and anthropologist in his field. Uh, we have Joe Cochran, who's a Hall of Fame inductee for uh, true crime reporting and broadcasting. 
Um, he's going to keep records of everything that we actually uh, tackle here and try to make sure that you know, when this is said and done, that it's as accurate as possible. So and then, of course, we have my wife, who um, she's going to psychology uh, and forensics, and she also has a background in cyber uh, forensics as it is. So you know, we've kind of assembled this, this uh, they call it the, the A-team or you know, super team, which is good. I mean, it's like they call me the uh, real Sherlock Holmes, American Sherlock Holmes, and her Watson. Cute monikers, but we're here to do a job. And, um, you know, we're, we seem to be making a pretty big dent. Uh, we got some real huge uh, releases coming up uh, as far as news on some of these older cold cases. We've done some new forensic uh, testing and got some new evidence out that we're going to release and we're going to be able to make a difference, I believe. That's awesome. All right. So there's this massive number. You said 250,000 unsolved cold cases and, and constantly growing. And just for for a thousand different reasons um we are outmatched against the bad people out there and so we don't just have the resources to be able to to dedicate towards solving all these crimes enter you and your organization and that incredible team of people that you've assembled it seems like there's still a gap between hey we're we're, we're a team of experts we can help and work with us right or or or, or give us That's the information crazy. how does how does that Correct. work well uh, law enforcement tends to keep a lot of their evidence close to their chest. Reason being, there's something called guilty evidence, you know, that only a perpetrator would know. So when you release the uh, information, especially to a public domain, uh, like say a FOIA file, uh, Freedom of Information Act, or another uh, company like my, my own, or some of the other leading investigative uh, firms and agencies that are out there, you have to, you have to be really careful um, because you know if something gets out on the internet and then you lose that upper hand. But law enforcement has been taking it on the chin. You know, ever since 1980, this, this number has, has amassed. It's growing annually. And, you know, the, the bad guys are getting the upper hand, unfortunately. You know, you figure uh, one in every 100 cold cases ever result in a conviction. Let that, say, let that sit in for just a moment. One hmm. out of 100. It's really hard to swallow, especially for me and my team. There's a call to action, and CCOA, me, myself, my wife, uh, and my team have answered that call. And we, we feel that uh, we could be an asset and uh, assist law enforcement in trying to lower this number. You know, this is a huge mountain. You know, these cases, there's families out there. Some of them have passed on. But some of these cases are, you know, 70, 60, 50, 40 years old. And the original uh, you know, perpetrators or even the family members are no longer with us. But they, they hand that off. You know, their sons take up the, uh, the fight, their daughters, their grandchildren. And ultimately, everybody deserves an answer here, and that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in northern Minnesota, Alex, and uh, I'm 43, and there was a, a boy named Jacob Wetterling that got abducted when I was a kid. And I just read within the last two years that they finally closed that case, and it was shocking to me that they had done it, but I can't even imagine the closure that just the community felt and certainly the family. So when you have an impact and you're able to, to bring resolution, just what an incredibly powerful thing. feels good to know. Um, if I could explain what it feels like to sit with a mother that's lost a child, especially, or, you know, a wife that's lost a husband or husband's lost a wife or a parent, it's very moving. Uh, it, it alters you forever. You're never the same. You know, when they give you, you know, the last words they spoke to them, they left, or sometimes they, they never even really say goodbye. It's so abrupt and happens so quickly. And, you know, the, the children and the women are the ones that really weigh heavy on me. You know, being a man, 
yourself being a man, you know, it's, it's in our tonight nature to protect our, our women and our children, or it should be, may we word that. Uh, but there's a lot of predators out there, there's a lot of people that do not see it that way. Uh, we live in a, a cynical world, unfortunately, and there's people out there that will take advantage of a woman or a child uh, without a second thought. And, you know, if law enforcement, unfortunately, they don't have the annual, annual funding they need uh, to even have a cold case squad, there's over 19,000 agencies out there, and about 7% of them have funding annually. So we're going to try to tackle that mountain, too, see if we can't get some of the, uh, you know, the state-level personnel, you know, governors, uh, you know, rep representatives, uh, congressmen involved, see if we can't try to get some kind of money to these agencies just so they can have at least one detective working these cases 24-7. Uh, because a lot of them, they, you know, after a year or two with no new leads, uh, that's when it's considered cold. You file these away, and you just hope that one day somebody calls in with a tip or, you know, someone remembers something. You might be driving by and say, hey, you know, I remember seeing a vehicle at this location on that date, but I wasn't sure initially. Or I saw this person at the, at the store moments before they were abducted. Or I saw this child down riding her bicycle in a corner. It just takes that one spark. You know, that, that one one thing that triggers somebody's memory. And, you know, when you do that, the house of cards collapse and you're able to tr track down the perpetrator and, you know, bring them justice. Nice. So how do you decide which cases you're going to pursue? Uh, the way we are established, George, we really do not uh, deny anybody that requests our help. You know, we're uh, independently funded by ourselves. And we have investors' monies that, that uh, have been given to us in order to tackle these cases. We've never accepted one dime from a victim's family or from a state or local agency or federal agency for that matter. So we've, we're pretty much financing this ourselves. Um, you know, my team are true believers and each and every one of them have moral integrities. And, you know, I'm lucky and, and honored to be standing with them doing this. And they take each and every one of these cases to heart. It's, it's personal to them. And we're, like I said, it's, it's, we're not here to become rich or famous or try to make a name for ourselves. We just want to make sure we're able to provide answers that are well-deserved and long overdue. Got it. Well, I certainly appreciate that. Thank you for, thank you for, for all of that. Thank you. I'm glad you have me here because it's people like you that make this possible, just so you know. Each and every person that reaches out for the PR to get us on, on, uh, on the air or on TV, we're able to get that in front of another viewer or another listener. And, you know, as, as you know, I'm sure when you first read um, the script, you understood that a quarter million cold cases is a lot. And a lot of people do not realize that the number is that high. You know, that's a, that's a massive number. And once again, once that sets in, a lot of people are, are supporting us. We're gaining momentum. Uh, a lot of calls are coming in. Uh, a lot of offers to help us are coming in. Uh, law enforcement agencies are opening their doors to us, which is wonderful. You know, they want to take advantage of us mitigating some of this, trying to help some of these families out. So, I mean, it's coming together. Whatever's happening right now is definitely a fine intervention on, on one level or another. Nice. So it seems like uh, there are an awful lot of, of crime dramas on TV. It seems like that's probably a really good percentage of, of, of our entertainment. Why do you think that that is? And talk about... I think that, that, that as we watch Law & Order or Cold Case or True Detective, it makes us think that maybe that's something that anybody could do. But obviously, that's, that's, that's not the case. Well, you have to understand, a lot of these shows are inaccurate. 
you know, some of the stuff that they actually portray on, on the big screen in movies or on the TV every week. You know, you sit down to watch it. They're wonderful to watch. Inspirational. You know, you see, I grew up in, in a time where, you know, I watched The Lone Ranger and Dirty Harry and, you know, uh, you know, people that, uh, you know, the Batman comics I grew up on where the good guy always wins in the end. You know, that's how I was raised. That's my mindset. And, you know, a lot of these shows continue that with today's society. You know, at the very end of each show, very few do you have the bad guy coming out on top. You know, they try to at least instill the fact that the good guys have the technology, the willpower, and the dedication uh, to solve these crimes. And our society eats up on that. You know, uh, since the beginning of time, men have always liked, uh, and women, have always liked uh, turmoil and chaos, but you always want the winner at the end to come out, you know, whether it be back in the day, Roman gladiators, or, you know, just the things that happen over the uh, millenniums and the centuries, it's always shown that our society, uh, our culture, I should say, has always been interested in that. Right now, with our advancements of technology, we, we have the ability to, to really buckle down and solve a lot of these cases. And, you know, the public is, is drawn to that. You know, everybody loves a, uh, uh, a good story. Even when it has a bad uh, foundation, they like to find out at the very end that the bad guy's caught. You know, they want to know that he's not walking around, you know, abducting another child or another woman, you know, or, or murdering somebody um, that, that will never eventually come home to their family. Yeah, yeah, we definitely want the the good guy or gal to come out on top. Um, <laughs> and it's a bummer when they don't. Um, how how do you think about justice, Alex? It's kind of a big question, but what are your thoughts on that? Justice meaning uh, our court systems, or justice is in the perpetrator himself tracking him down and bringing him to justice. Yes. There's two different sides. Yeah. Give- there's there's a lot of things. Uh, there's there's people out there. There's criminals that fall between the cracks because our justice system has these gaps. Um, you know the, these small areas that need to be addressed. And you would be surprised how many guilty people walk. You would also be surprised how many innocent people are convicted. It's a double-edged sword here. And it's not because law enforcement hasn't done their due diligence or tried. We're all human and we're fallible. Everybody makes mistakes. But when you have a mistake on this level, it's epic. You take somebody's life away from them. You know, they serve in prison. No matter how long it is, if they're innocent, they're innocent. And if you have somebody that uh, is guilty, but they get all that technicality, or, you know, they, they supervent the system, it, it really, really does not look good for our justice system. Um, you know, and on, on the personal level, you know, bad guys always got to get caught. You know, you can run, you can hide, eventually we're going to find you. You know, there's, there's nowhere you can go on the face of this earth, we're not going to be able to track you down. So, I mean, that's my honest belief. Uh, that's the belief of my team members. And, you know, again, with today's technology, it's, it's, it's 100% possible. Yeah, yeah, it seems like, uh, it seems like technology would be uh, you know, used to be that you could just skip town for uh, for, for 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 a couple of weeks until uh, until it kind of blew over, but that's no longer the case. <laughs> You'd be surprised how how many times uh, I've uncovered that they've done that. Even serial killers that were working on some of their cases that were going to release, where they'll come and they'll be in a certain location or a proximity and strike two, three, four times, and then they'll go you know two or three states over, or they'll relocate from one east coast to west coast, and they'll start a new crime spree, which are never connected. Hmm. Here's the odd law enforcement, especially communication back in the you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even 90s, a lot of agencies really didn't interact and connect each other. Um, again, with technology now, we have the database and access uh, through the internet to where you can pick up on somebody, whether they're in Alaska or in Florida. 
and connect the two crimes. Uh, unfortunately, that wasn't always uh, the case, and, and we didn't have those options. So now, again, you know, we're we're able to track you no matter where you go. It's just a matter of time, and as long as the initial, um, you know, crime scene uh, forensics was performed properly, and they gathered the proper information and evidence at the initial crime scene, and they stored it properly, we have the ability to pull DNA out of just about anything. You know, latent fingerprint mats. They now have uh, magnetic fingerprint matching, which is superior to your typical dust latent print match. Um, there's a lot of new new uh, categories and forensics that are developing here that they're just they're unbelievable. To be honest with you. No, I, I don't I don't doubt that for a second. Uh, just I'm, I'm sure it must be fascinating and the new stuff that's being talked about or coming online all the time. Um, I love that's it. Great. Beautiful. Well, Alex. People are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Uh, the one thing I can really say uh, from my heart and you know, from my team is each and every one of you out there that are listening to this, you can make a difference. Um, you know, if you if you see something or you feel like you've seen something, even it don't necessarily have to be 100%. Um, you know, firm in your belief, it doesn't hurt to pick up the phone, reach out, give a tip. Uh, don't do not be scared. You know, there's people here that are there to help. And we need your help as much as you ever need ours. You know, we work as one unit here, as one community, one society. No matter what the pigment of your skin is, no matter what kind of a community you live within, you know, what your annual income is, what kind of job you carry, it doesn't matter. We're all human. And, you know, we all bring, we breathe the same air. You know, we, we occupy the same planet. And if we do not come together to fight, uh, you know, this travesty, this uh, this number of un- unsolved cold cases is just overwhelming, and with your just one phone call can make the biggest difference in the world. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets a come on, Alex. I appreciate it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they get in touch with Cold Case Consultants of America? Uh, if you go online, uh, cccoa.us is our website. CircleVilleMystery.com is an additional case we've been working on. We just got back to Circleville, Ohio, working an old case from the 1970s there, which we have some big information uh, and new evidence findings we're about to release to the public. And, um, you know, if you want to search us, we're on social media also, CCOA, Cold uh, Case of America is on Facebook and also on Twitter. Uh, please chime in. Uh, you know, if you want to support us, that's great. Hit the like button. And if you'd like to uh, have a case looked at, please submit it uh, through our website. We're more than happy to reach out to you. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Alex your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Give us the website one more time, Alex. It's cccoa.us. Perfect. Go to cccoa.us and check out all the information, all the stuff that they're working on. Check out the initial findings of that Circleville writer case. And if you have something that you'd like them to work on on your behalf, let them know and follow them on social. I'll list everything in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Alex. Hey, George, always a pleasure, my friend. Hope to see you again soon. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Roger that. <laughs>